in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. everybody and welcome to is this the final episode of full metal bracket i think so right matt is the last episode the final episode of full metal bracket is that correct this is the final episode because next week uh we're not recording on our normal day we're doing it on that following monday so if you'd like to join us for our final live show it'll be on the 27th at 6 p.m Yes. And uh, you can go to YouTube and watch along with all of us. We'll be there doing our final show. So this would be the last Full Metal Bracket. Thank you. Thank you very much. That took me a while. Beautiful. (laughs) Uh, And Full Metal Bracket is uh, people just randomly send us uh, brackets. We don't know what they are beforehand. Yeah. And this one comes to us from Drake Fromsdorf. And he says, hello, John and Matt. Boom. I've created a hodgepodge of a bracket in honor of the top 10 farewell. These are 32 actors hmm. with their 10th best movie, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Any complaints about the seeds? Take it up with Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Which uh, any movies that had of, the, So you yeah. can yell at me if you like, man. <laughs> any movies that had the same score, I gave the audience score as the tiebreaker. Some actors had the same as a uh, movie at 10. So I went with 11 or 9. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street was number 10 for Leo. It would have been the 26th seed. I changed it to Shutter Island. It's just wrong. Um, Why would you do that? He's editorializing, saying that Wolf of Wall Street should be higher. That's Uh, fucking ridiculous. Let it play as it plays. Let it play as it plays. Don't be messing with the bracket, man. That's the game. Yeah, we don't. That's the only one we know of that he switched. So maybe that was the only one. Okay. Um, I try to get creative here and pick a handful of actors, but most of them are modern. Modern. This is probably the most random bracket you guys have done. So enjoy. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for eight years of top ten goodness. And one more time, Matt, go Cardinals. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> right off, Drake. <laughs> fuck right off. Now, um, should we make an editorial decision ourselves and move it to twenty six and change the the ranking here, or what do you think we should do here? Uh, let's just uh, keep as is. And then if we have any problem with it, we can always take down uh, Drake for it. So that's that's right. We'll play it as it lays. All right. Fair enough. Um, so his, uh, seedings. Okay. I'll do the top half of the bracket and John will do the bottom half of the bracket. Okay. So it's one versus 32. Ooh. We have Tom Hanks versus Will Smith with that thing you do versus I am legend. Oh, how what timing to lead with this one because they just announced that there will be an I Am Legend sequel coming with Michael B. Jordan. I don't know if you saw this, Matt. Decades later, after the original Will Smith version, not original because it's a remake, obviously, a number of things, but like it will jump off of the alternate ending, not the actual ending that's in the movie that was released. So an interesting decision to go that route. So 
But that being said, I am not a big That Thing You Do fan, so I know it's a sweet movie, but I like I Am Legend more, and I would watch that quicker than I would watch That Thing You Do. So that's my answer. Um, Yeah, I go the inverse. I'll take That Thing You Do just because I Am Legend. Once you know what the ending was supposed to be, mm. it really colors your perception of what they ended up you know, choosing to do. Gotcha. Although I think in that announcement, they said that they're going to say that the original ending that they cut out is now canon or something like that. Yeah, that's what I said. The alternate ending is going to be what they use as what they're, the launching point for the new Michael B. Jordan continuation of this story. Um, which is interesting, but that's going to be confusing as shit, I'd assume, for most people that don't know a damn thing about the original ending. Probably. There, I'm sure there's going to be like some voiceover at the beginning explaining what the ending was before and what yeah. the ending is now or some in some way like this was all a vision of his or something like that so or is that that's what he told you but the truth is blah blah because blah, i yeah yeah i don't remember if he narrates the film or has some voiceover in the film i don't remember but plus but. who was clamoring for this <laughs> I, I i suppose there's somebody but i can't I, yeah i don't think yeah i'm intrigued because i saw the original but it's not like the original did gangbusters yeah i know so what, yeah yeah right yeah. why who knows hollywood's running out of ideas guys it's a good question. Um, all right. So our, our 17 versus 16, we have Brad Pitt versus Matt Damon with Ad Astra at 17 and Courage Under Fire at 16. Ooh, shit. How does that qualify? He's not even the lead in that. Um, yeah, that's true. I would have to say Ad Astra, I think, because Brad's actually the lead in that one. And I think it's an, a very interesting film. So, yeah, I would say Ad Astra over Courage and Fire. Even though I think Courage and Fire is good, but that's more Meg Ryan's movie. So, it's 100%. Drake. It's all it's all Meg Ryan's movie. That's yeah. what I assumed when I saw that. It's like, oh, Meg Ryan made the list. Interesting. Yeah. Drake, you're uh, fucking up here, man. You got to figure out how to do this correctly. But, you know, you got your cardinal shot in, I guess. <laughs> Enjoy that <laughs> dog shit of a team. Uh, yeah, I'm going to Ad Astra. Um, yeah. I don't know. I. Is it a flawed movie? Yes, but some of the visuals are spectacular. Yeah. And it's somewhat thought-provoking. Yeah, agreed. It is. Um, all right, moving on. Okay. We have 9 versus 24, Okay, which is Keanu Reeves versus Bradley Cooper, Ooh. John Wick versus The Hangover. Oh, God damn. Again, perfect timing. As we're recording this, John Wick 4, the new final trailer came out for that movie today. Um... Shit, this is tough because I love them both for separate reasons. But I don't know. I think now, in retrospect, I would take John Wick 4 over The Hangover. I feel like The Hangover is kind of a little bit dated now as I think about it. So I, I would say John Wick 4 more. Well, it's the OG John Wick. Yeah. That's what I was. John, sorry, John Wick would be my choice. The first okay. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I take John Wick over The Hangover. The Hangover has like one really exceptional moment to me. And then it's got some other stuff here and there, but I wasn't the biggest fan. Right. And then it did huge and they made two more, but uh, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Law of diminishing returns though. That series. Um, All right. Our 25 versus eight matchup, which is Colin Farrell and Christian Bale. We got killing of a sacred deer versus dark Knight rises. Oh, Oh, 
the lobster is better than killing of a sacred deer. Although I do think killing of a sacred deer is uh, is more maligned than it needs to be. Sure. And I feel that way about Dark Knight Rises as well. I like Dark Knight Rises. I know that ending is super unbelievable and all that, but it is a comic book movie. Um, so I would still take Dark Knight Rises, though. I think I would put that on way more quickly than I would put on Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Killing of a Sacred Deer. It's one of okay. Farrell's uh, that I haven't. That being said, I don't care for Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> So I'm just going to go ahead and say Killing of a Sacred wow. Deer moves haven't on. I haven't seen it, but I'll put it over a film I have seen. Damn. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Dark Knight Rises is severely flawed at numerous points. It's not uh, even the ending. There's other spots where, like, this doesn't make any sense. This doesn't fucking make any sense. What are you doing, <laughs> Nolan? I know the Wall Street thing really bothers you. It just imagine our society... That trade doesn't happen. All trades that day are suspended. Sure, sure. And they just act as though nothing ever went through, and we're just going to revert back to where it was before all that bullshit happened. Because we as, have receipts. There's no fucking way. As I said, and then, that really bullshit. <laughs> and then you're telling me he has zero liquidity? He has a mortgage on his mansion? That's true. This guy's one of the richest people in the world. He's got a mortgage? Yeah, good point. Can't pay his fucking gas bill. He's got no heat. Like yeah. what? He doesn't have any assets to leverage. Like none. Of, okay, none of this makes any sense. All right, moving on. Moving on. Uh, at number five yeah. versus twenty-eight, we have Robert Downey Jr. Okay. versus Mark Wahlberg Ooh. with Captain America: Civil War versus Lone Survivor. I don't think he did this right, but all right. Because Civil War is not RDJ's movie? It's not RDJ's movie. Um, it literally says Captain America in the title. So obviously I would take Civil War over whatever that other movie is that I can't even remember now. It's how quickly I knew Civil War was my choice. Um, well, Lone Survivor? Oh, Lone Survivor. It's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. Peter Berg and... Uh, Wahlberg are a good combination. Berg and Berg, so to speak. They're a good combination. Because um, I think they did Event Horizon. or um, under Was it? What's the one we like? The the oil rig one? Deep, Deep Horizon. Rig. Yeah, Deep Water Horizon. Yeah, Deep Water Horizon. That's, that's a good one. So, I mean, I do like Lone Survivor. It's a pretty depressing film, but I do like it. Um, that being said, though, um, I just think the uh, Captain America Civil War is a better film. So, I have to give it to that. By default. Um yeah, plus the guy that it's based on, the Lone Survivor. That story, mm-hmm. I remember coming out there articles afterwards and be like, "This doesn't really pass the smell test." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know the validity of it and whatnot, but I'm going to agree with you. I'll take Captain America: Civil War. Moving okay. on. Okay. Uh, twenty-one versus twelve. This is a solid matchup here. Yeah, we've got okay. Ryan Gosling versus Denzel Washington with uh, Lars and the Real Girl. Ooh. versus inside man i like lars and the real girl i really was yeah. surprised at how much i enjoyed that movie um there's some real good acting going on from from uh, ryan in that film but inside man is such a fantastic film from spike and it's not your typical spike lee film yet he finds his moments within a grander construct to show his spike lee isms and I kind of appreciate that. 
Plus, it's one of the hottest Jodie Foster films I've ever seen. She's so hot in that movie. So, um, yeah, I, I would say Inside Man for me. I really enjoy the the script and the um, direction from Spike Lee throughout. Yeah, I echo the sentiment. Lars and the Real Girl is excellent. Yeah. Um, but I think I'd have to be in a certain mood to watch yeah. it. Not that it's bad. Sure. It's just like, all right, yeah, I could see that. Whereas Inside Man kind of tickles more of my fancies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will take Inside Man as well. Okay. Um. All right. Now we have 13 versus 20 mm-hmm. with Ben Affleck in The Last Duel. Ooh. versus Seth Rogen in Longshot. Oh, shit. <sighs> this is really tough. Well, A, because this is not Affleck's film, but it's a damn good film that people didn't appreciate. True. But so is Longshot. A lot of people like that movie. Um. No, but I would say Last Duel because I think the bar is higher. To tell a story like that, a period piece like that, to make it topical, um, a woman accusing another man of rape, you only have her word to take for it. And the Rashomon approach to it that Ridley does, I think it's a a damn good movie. So I think it's because it's got a higher bar to cross. I think it deserves to get the nod here over um, the, the long shot. Um. Or long shots, whatever it's called, yeah. So another solid matchup. The long shot, it's impressive the amount of chemistry that Seth and Charlize have. Yeah. I genuinely believe that there's a spark there. And maybe they could actually have something. That being said, uh, Last Duel is great. I don't know why it didn't get more buzz. The the Rashomon that you brought up is fantastic where you see the slight subtle differences from the varying perspectives of these common occurrences that there were numerous witnesses to. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then ultimately you're left with, well, which is the more most accurate, although the film gives it as hers. uh, It does. And considering the events befall her, I would have to side with, well, she is, (laughs) she has the best firsthand knowledge of what actually transpired, whether or not she was into it, like Adam Driver is trying to insinuate. Right, right. Uh, only she really knows the answer to that question. Seems like it was a, a firm no on her part, but <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Last duel yeah. makes it on for me, but it's such a good movie because it challenges you as you're watching it. Like you, you, there are with situations like this. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a overall thing, but if you're on the outside. There's a lot of nuances and little um, comments or little reactions that you can take to mean any number of things. So I thought it was a way more intelligent exploration of these of this kind of thing that we've seen before in in almost any other feature film. You know, well, certainly we've seen it in smaller smaller screen and TV series how they've explored things like mm-hmm. this, but certainly feature films it's been rare. Um, all right, so we have both have last duel moving on. The last matchup of the opening round of the top part of the bracket is 29 versus four. Mm-hmm. We have Eddie Murphy's Coming to America versus Harrison Ford's Presumed Innocent. Wow. Holy shit. Ooh. Come on, let's not act like we don't have a clear fucking favorite on this I show. I mean, Presumed Innocent is a good movie, but... 
Exactly, but... <laughs> but I mean, coming to America is the crown jewel, in my opinion, of Eddie Murphy's resume. Um, I, yeah, I guess so. Coming to America is the choice. Yeah, that's fourth. What do you think is above it? My name is Dolomite. Uh, maybe Showgirls. What do you mean? Or Dreamgirls, rather, in Eddie's filmography, because it's fucking 29th. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's insane that it's 20. It's because they've taken old. That's the thing with Rotten Tomatoes sometimes is with films like that, they rely on the old reviews. And those were critics that weren't necessarily into black comedy or you had to kind of pay your dues in their minds before they could give you a good review, so to speak. So I I think it's an unfortunate thing because I think critics nowadays or maybe critics from the 2000s would have loved coming to America and certainly we appreciate it. Somehow that's his 10th best film. Yeah. Bullshit. 10th. You're telling me there are nine better that he's done. Nine, nine. No, get the fuck out of here. Exactly. Like I I can see some people in affinity to uh, 48 hours or sure. Or trading places perhaps, but yeah, I agree with you. This is yeah the creme de la creme of Eddie, especially at that time. Yeah, agreed. You could maybe give your Beverly Hills cop, but I'll take coming to America personally. Yep. Um, all right, so first round, opening round done. Now we're moving on. Okay. Is it my so turn? No, no, no. We'll uh, finish oh, out the top half right. of the bracket. That's right. Sorry, I forgot about that. We go rounds. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, all right, so you have I Am Legend versus Ad Astra, and I have That Thing You Do versus Ad Astra. I'm still going to give it to I Am Legend. I think Ad Astra, as you said, is a little uneven film, but so is I Am Legend. I just like I Am Legend more. I was hoping to like Ad Astra more, but I didn't. Um, all righty, so yeah, I'm going to take That Thing You Do, just because okay. I don't know if I'll revisit Ad Astra, and I have for That Thing You Do. Okay. All right, now we both have John Wick, and you have Dark Knight Rises, and I have a movie I haven't seen in Killing of a Sacred Deer. (laughs) I'll take John Wick. Bless you. I'll take John Wick. Yeah, John Wick for me as well. That one was pretty easy, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. All right. Captain America's Civil War versus Inside Man. (sighs) You know what? I'm going to do a technicality here. Because it's Denzel versus Robert Downey Jr., right? I'm going through. I had this same thought thought process. So, yeah. So, I'm going to go Inside Man because that's actually Denzel's movie. Uh, I agree wholeheartedly. Hmm. Uh, RDJ is big. And what happens to him is what pushes to the the tear later in the film. But it's still Cap's movie. Yeah. Finally, I think the toughest matchup, hands down, The Last Duel versus Coming to America. <laughs> I mean, how many times am I going to put The Last Duel on, man? I mean, I got maybe one more time before I leave this earth. So uh, I'll say Coming to America because I'm going to probably watch that 20 more times. Uh, yeah, I just feel bad for Last Duel. If it was up against any of these others, maybe save one. Yeah. I think it would make it to potentially the next round. All right. You have I Am Legend versus John Wick, and I have That Thing You Do versus John Wick. Nah, John Wick. That's not a question. There's no, I have no complaints about John Wick. That's a fucking damn good movie. I agree. John Wick makes it on. Finally, Inside Man versus Coming to America. I like that we got a black-on-black matchup. I like this. It's like the Super Bowl. Um, 
No, come on. He's coming to America. Come on. I know. I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> I just, I had to consider it for a few seconds. Yeah, but you look but, at you it know, and you're like, it's, yeah. it's not even close yeah. to me. Uh, and then finally, a hell of a closing matchup to determine who's making it into the finals. And the top part of the bracket is John Wick for both of us versus coming to America. Damn. I think you have to go first, Dan. Come on. Uh, th- you, what are you pulling? You make it up more rules as you go? Come on. You have to go first, buddy. You have to go first. That's them's the rules. Ugh. Them's is the rules. I mean, I think coming to America is just a more complete film. So in the end, I have to go with coming to America. I, and I in the fact that it's what 1989 that movie or eight yeah, I think so or 1990 and or 88 actually and it's 2023 and I still think it's in the top five, top 10 comedies ever made. So, well, I can't say that with John Wick. There's a number of action movies I might put on ahead of John yeah. Wick. There are Wickian films yeah. out there. Yeah. If uh, Taken yeah. go toe-to-toe with, with John Wick. Yeah, and I would take John Wick 3 over John Wick. Ooh, interesting. Okay, all right. Uh, um, all right, yeah, that, I'll, yeah. So, so coming to America, I agree as well. Yeah, for both of us. So that ends the top half of the bracket. And before we move on, we should take a quick break, hear this word from our sponsor, and we'll be back for the bottom half of the bracket right after this. All right. Let's get into it, Matt. Um, I think I'm starting off here, right? So with the number three, is that correct? Uh, That is correct. All right, let's do it. Number three, Captain America Winter. Oh, uh, it doesn't say who. Does it say on the sheet? Uh, It does in his email. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Let me get, let me find the email then. Because uh, I, uh, oh, I got the, oh, I see, I see, I see what it did. So I clicked on the bracket, which closed out my email. Oh, uh, so let me swing back in there and look at Drake's email. Right, it's Drake, right? Where mm-hmm. is Drake? Oh, there he is. Top 10 for a while. No, that's a different one. Okay, where is Drake's fucking thing? Is it under Drake? Why can't I see it? It's at the very top. Oh, here's the, the top. There it is. Okay, 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 okay. So, all right. So number, oh, wow. So I have to, okay. So I'm going to pull the bracket out as a separate window. Give me two seconds. I didn't anticipate this. I was just closing my eyes and letting you go through your thing. So I was uh, a little bit lost there. All right, here we go. Captain Number three is uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Captain America Winter Soldier versus Jamie Foxx for Horrible Bosses. Man, once again, that does not seem like yeah. Captain America's. Oh, nor is it Sam Jackson's movie. Yeah, I think arguably they both have the same level of role in this movie in their respective movies, right? I guess. Movie- yeah, I guess that then makes it an even matchup between yeah. the two of them. All right, if we're just saying which is the better movie, Winter Soldier to me is the better movie. Yeah, I'll so I'm taking that. Winter Soldier. Okay, I'll take Winter Soldier as well. Uh, number 19, Joaquin Phoenix with Walk the Line versus number 14, which he has a different thing here for number 14. So maybe he didn't check his uh, bracket. Oh, it's right below it at number 15. Oh, so number 15. So uh, does that mess up our bracket at all? In no, any way? Okay. I don't think so. So at number 15, uh, Lawrence Fishburne in Contagion. Um, 
Hmm. Because Contagion is an ensemble. Yeah. And Walk the Line is Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Contagion is more impactful to me because it's a unique yeah. film as opposed to Walk the Line. You've got Elvis. You've had, you know, there's been numerous Ray uh, yeah. music biopics. So I guess I'll take Contagion. All right. I will take Walk the Line. I just like that movie more. Contagion is just fucking depressing. So, uh, But I also have a proclivity for biopics, so that's part of my thought process. All right, number 11, Tom Cruise in Collateral versus number 22, Matthew McConaughey in Killer Joe. A very good unrated film. But this is a fucking walk in the park. Oh, we yeah. can agree on that. Yes, 100%. You may be a killer, Joe, but uh, <laughs> Collateral is a serial killer. So collateral crushes, in my yeah. opinion. You're no Vincent, Joe. No offense. Um, all right. So the number 27 is uh, Gary Oldman from Br for Bram Stoker's Dracula versus Al Pacino in Heat. Woo Heat's his 10th film? That seems reasonable to me. Heat? 10th? You got two Godfathers. You got Dog Day Afternoon. You've got Serpico. Like all the things that people are going to hold in higher esteem. Yeah. All right. It's just, you know, right. plus his Oscar winning performance in Set of a Woman. That clearly elevates that movie above. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Uh, I was uh, fucking around because it's not even close. But uh, <laughs> I mean, Gary Oldman is the best part of Dracula, but 100%. that movie is not good. So this is a walk in the park for Heat. And I'll tell you this, the next round matchup is brutal for these two. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're right. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, I'll take Heat as well. Absolutely. Because I do I do love Oldman and Dracula. But, it, you know, it's a it's a hammy performance. But it works for that uh, film, you know. I mean, that whole intro with him just screaming into the sky. Uh, number seven is our next matchup. Daniel Day-Lewis. That's okay. For Age of Innocence versus um leonardo dicaprio for shutter island this is like do well is, here's where we can we can take license do we uh, want to put back in wolf of wall street since that's technically his 10th 100 percent. okay then wolf of wall street crushes age of crushes innocence it. yeah because this was right now this, uh, that that original matchup was like watching two shitty teams go at each other i give a fuck <laughs> Yeah, I would take Shutter Island, but I don't feel good about it. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever watch that movie again. I don't care about the is oh. this real? Is it not? Is he? I don't. I don't care. I watched it so many times because that was one of those things we had a DVD test, and I hated the first viewing of it, and it didn't get better. It wasn't one of those films that just eventually got better the more you watched it. It just I hated it more and more every time I watched it, which which was a rarity in that job. Um, all right, number 23 is Morgan Freeman for Nurse Betty. I like that Zellweger film. Uh, versus number 10, Jack Nicholson for As Good As It Gets. Well, it was nice to see you, Morgan. But I think both of us probably have As Good As It Yeah, can. although I'm not like the biggest. I think the movie's good. Yeah. Uh, and it's better than Nurse Betty, but it's not like I wish there was something else from Jack on this, but I'll take As Good As It Gets. Yeah. Okay, so then the next one is number 15. Um, well, that was Lawrence Fishburne. So, oh, I see, I see he made the mistake here. Switching yeah, up. So I guess, brother, switching up, we'll go Paul Rudd mm -hmm. for I Love You, Man 
versus George Clooney for the Ides of March. Um, sneaky good matchup, by the way. I think I think I love you, man. Is kind of disposable. Mm-hmm. I think it very much reminds me of a hundred other things that I've seen. Right. Whereas Ides of March is a different take on the downfall of a political figure. Yeah. Like you'd see something akin to it, I guess maybe a little bit in the front runner. Yeah. Uh, and a couple other films, but it, it was at least a unique idea. So I'll take the Ides of March. I take the Ides of March as well. I, I really like that movie. I wish Clooney would direct a political series like that. Like the film is so good. I'd like him to direct something like that. That's a series. Like we saw with house of cards. Which I can't go back and watch, which sucks, but I, I really loved that show. All right. Anyway, in our last matchup here in the first round is number 31, The Rock. That's right. He climbed his ass into this fucking countdown for the rundown versus number two, Robert De Niro in, Sir, in Silver Linings Playbook. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I do. I, I, I like Silver Linings Playbook. It's way better than I thought it was going to be. I do too. But. De Niro's part is so small. Yeah. Versus The Rock is one half of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I take the rundown. I take the rundown one. as well because De Niro is not the biggest part of Silver Lines. That's all Cooper and yeah, um, yeah, Stu, uh, Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence. So yeah, no. Okay. Uh, all right. There all we right. go. That ends the opening round. Yep, let's move on to the second round here. Uh, both of us have Captain America Winter Soldier. You have it versus Contagion. I have it versus Walk the Line. And this, again, uh, Joaquin Phoenix for me, uh, Lawrence Fishburne for you, and um, Samuel Jackson for Winter Soldier. I, I'm going to do it by size of part. Okay. And say Contagion for okay. me. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing with Walk the Line. Um, because he's a good part of Winter Soldier, but it's much more about Redford and Crossbones and Bucky and um, Cap. So, although you know Samuel Jackson disappearing for half the movie by faking his death is pretty cool, it isn't in the end what it, what it thinks. All right, Matt, here we go. This is heavyweight. Now, this is the thriller in Manila right here. Collateral. Versus, actually, this is the third fight between Ali and Frazier. This is going to go to someone stays on the stool. Collateral versus Heat, man. Tom Cruise versus Al Pacino. My God. As soon as we finished the last one, I just started staring down at the page where I've gotten all this written out. Just at that matchup. That matchup's brutal. You could have used the card, but you said no card. I, I don't make up rules as we go along. To that is horseshit, and you know it. But uh, it is a, it's a complete made up. It's when you don't want to, and you're like, all right, I'm I'm doing my old uh, flipperoo card. Like I'm sorry, I'm just making up Uno cards as we go. Wild draw twelve. Go ahead. Um, go fish. I think for the singularity, if you look in the filmography, I'm going to take collateral because it is. Nothing like Tom Cruise has done anywhere else. Ooh. Whereas Heat is, you see bits and flashes of that from De Niro and Pacino. It's an amazing cast, though, man. Heat is yeah. stacked top to bottom from yeah. an incredible ensemble. But 
I think I'm going to go collateral just for the uniqueness. Yeah, I have to go collateral myself too because that's Tom Cruise's movie. Yes, it's Jamie Foxx's movie too, but it's a two-hander, right? With Heat, ah, fuck, that's tough. No, I just feel like he's he's the central part of collateral. He is the driving force of collateral, whereas Heat has both Pacino and De Niro driving it forward. And uh, I think that's where it's splitting duties. So if you're going to do that, I got to give it to collateral. So, But it's a tough matchup for sure. It is. Um, all right. Now we have uh, Wolf of Wall Street for DiCaprio versus Nicholson for as good as it gets. I think that's for both of us. So your thoughts. Uh, it is. And um, I'm going to take Wolf of Wall Street. I just, okay. the rewatchability is through the roof on that for me now. Yeah, I agree with you. Wolf of Wall Street. I almost bought the steel book the other day because it was available at a cheaper price. And I was like, oh, maybe the steel book 4K. And I was like, maybe. So we'll see. Yeah, Wolf is so good. Um, all right. Um, then we have the Ides of March, both of us versus the rundown here in the final matchup of the of the first, of the second round. And for me, a shocking development. I'm going to take the rundown. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it is. Wow. Quite possibly The Rock's best movie. How dare you? How dare you? What, what are we saying? Fast fucking eight? What was he in? I don't even know. Hobbs and Shaw. Come on now. Hobbs and Shaw's. The game plan. So, so bad. What is? The- we lasso a fucking helicopter. Okay. What is The Rock's best movie? I don't know. That's a good question. It'd be a fun question to answer someday. It's, it's really not that fun because you only have like two movies to choose from. He's such a cruel son of a bitch. It's not either. That's that yeah, is the honor. What are you going to say? San Andreas? Get the fuck out of here. That's a good movie. I like that movie. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> Considering Black Adam, I was like, you know what? Oof. For the rock movies, that was a good one. <laughs> I didn't find fault with him in that movie. It was a bunch of the other the, the other people in the direction of story and other things. I didn't find fault with him. I would say DC League of Super Pets is a damn good movie of his. Oh, God. Okay. I mean, I liked Jungle Cruise. Sure, it's fun, but yeah. Rundown is better. Jumanji. I think Jumanji. Okay, is Jumanji. Better. There we go. It's between, like, to me, Rundown and Jumanji. Fair enough. Skyscraper was fun. <laughs> Rampage was fun. I sure. Like those movies. I feel like fun has a different definition for you. <laughs> Baywatch was terrible. Moana is good. Central Intelligence is good. I, I have only seen bits and pieces of Central Intelligence. Oh, okay. Moana's fine. It's good. Yeah. It's got some good songs. San Andreas was fine. I'm skipping the Fast and Furious. I thought it was good in Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain was good. <laughs> Snitch you know, is good. When, when your voice goes up at the end of the sentence, it doesn't really cement the point. <laughs> fast Five is good. Oh, suddenly I'm not taking Fast out because that filmography is getting pretty <laughs> slim. It's getting a little thin as you get further down for sure. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. I can talk. Like, I don't hold soul. Scorpion King against him, man. He was trying to break no. into the business. That's not his fault. No, 100%. But San Andreas, Rampage, Skyscraper, all those, that's him picking the project. Yeah, that's him pulling the Schwarzenegger. And, um, no. Yeah. I kind of, you know, I kind of feel like if you really look at his resume, you can poke holes in it and be like, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Can poke holes. It's the fucking Swiss cheese of filmography. Everyone thinks he's a superstar, and it's like, sure, but nice. if you look at the movies that have elevated him to superstar status, it's kind of, and I think this is, in my personal opinion, I think this is what is the 
I think at, at late at night at 3 a.m. when he's out or 4 a.m. when he's out there working out at, you know, by himself in that massive gym of his, I think he does hate the fact that the only legitimate franchise he's been able to be a part of, because I don't consider the Jumanji thing, because the second one was terrible. It was not good, in my opinion. Um, that has been consistently successful is the Fast Furious franchise, and that's not even his. It's Vince. And so I think that grates at him. I really do. And he's trying to do this with red notice. And that first one was terrible. So I, I don't, it's interesting. And I, I think, think when he's by himself, I think he knows like he has been. It's, he's it's got so that, Black Adam was it. Yeah. He's got that great uh, Christmas movie probably coming out next year with J.K. Simmons. If you saw the still of that, it's like, yeah, oh my God, yeah. what the fuck is this? <laughs> no, he is hyping that shit like crazy. it looks so terrible. Just from that one picture, I was like, this yeah. looks brutal. He is hyping that shit like crazy. I think we're, and sadly, and I say this as a massive, massive fan of The Rock, I think we're going into the kind of rougher part of his career now where people are a little more aware. I mean, he's been dented, dude. Black Adam dented him hard. Uh, You're saying... Yeah, go ahead. The reconnaissance is over? (laughs) (laughs) You have to come back to to have a reconnaissance. That's that's true. true. Don't bring fucking logic into my terrible fucking pun. (laughs) I don't even know if that's a pun, actually, but I like it though. Reconnaissance. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Anyway, let's get back to the list here. All right, we have. um, You you took the rundown. What's that? Oh yes, I took the rundown. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So we have uh, going into our um, second to last round here in this bottom half of the brackets. We have uh, you have. Contagion, and mm-hmm. I have walked the line versus uh, Collateral, and that's okay. a, a a wiping, I think. Yeah, yeah, walk in the park. Collateral makes collateral. it on absolutely. Um, and then on the other side, we have Wolf of Wall Street versus the Rundown for both of us. I think correct. Yeah, and uh, easy one for me. Wolf of Wall Street makes it on. Yeah, so here's a Titanic matchup. Collateral versus wolf of wall street here in this penultimate round in the bottom half of the bracket which is interesting because the top one was action film versus comedy mm. and bottom is action versus comedy yeah. uh so collateral versus wolf of wall street for both of us that to me is a much tougher matchup than the top bracket because i think for rewatchability wolf of wall street is going to win that for impact. Yeah. Collateral is so good, but I think I'm taking Wolf of Wall Street. I have to take Wolf of Wall Street because I don't think Jamie Foxx does a good job in Collateral. Um, I've seen him do better dramatic performances and other things, and I think he's still figuring out how to be a dramatic actor in that movie because there's a lot of the pursing of the... You know, uh, when I was acting... Uh, um, a teacher put scotch tape on my forehead and he said, when you crinkle, when you hear that scotch tape forehead, you know, when you hear it crinkling, because you're trying to really convey the emotion, you're lying. And so try to really be in the moment without using your face to show the audience you're in that moment, really live in that moment. And I think with Jamie Foxx, as I was watching him in Collateral, there's a lot of the furrowing of the brow and the wrinkling of the forehead to try to show emotion. Um, and other than the scene with him in, um, oh, God. What, Jada Pinkett? No, no, the guy, the Spanish actor, uh, Bardem. 
other than the scene with him and Javier Bardem, I think he's a little out of his depth in that movie. He's gotten better, obviously, as an actor. He really is. But like in that movie, I think he's a little bit uh, behind the eight ball uh, when you're watching him in the movie. So I have to give it to Wolf of Wall Street because I think nobody is behind the eight ball at all anywhere in that whole movie, including fucking Margot Robbie, Jonah Hill, Kyle, whatever his name is from the fucking Friday Night Lights film. Like he's great in his cameo. Or his, his is that Kyle Chandler? Movie. Kyle Chandler, yeah. So good in the movie, man. That scene with him on the boat in DiCaprio. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. There's a great little uh, clip that I saw where yeah. DiCaprio had, uh, you know, there's a bunch of scenes with him and Jonah Hill mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where he's kind of beating up on Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill gets like, <laughs> Jonah Hill got punched in the face and got yeah. practically knocked the fuck out in one scene, not by DiCaprio. Uh, but he also got beaten up by DiCaprio in a bunch of scenes just because they're piling yeah. on. So the scene where he, uh, Jordan Belfort slides across and says, don't say anything. I'm, I'm wired right yeah. now. And they're in the, the room together and they're eating sushi. Originally he was supposed to eat the piece of sushi. Oh, and so he, but he ad libbed in the moment and he's like, no, 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 you take it. So DiCaprio on the first take had to eat the sushi. So as they're doing the reshoots, he has to match the shot and he's got to <laughs> eat the sushi all day long. And at the end of the day, he is throwing up. And the according to Jonah Hill, it's like the whole cat, the crew is all coddled around like DiCaprio, like what can we do and whatever else. Yeah. And Jonah and, and Scorsese are off to the side laughing their asses off, knowing <laughs> full well what Jonah had done. Just loving every second of it. I was like, that's fun. I imagine they got Jonah back though, because uh, I was watching Bernthal on a document on a he was on a show, a podcast or someone's like radio show. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about uh, him and Jonah working on that scene where he slaps Jonah. Yeah. And uh, Scorsese kept saying that they weren't getting it right. Like it didn't look realistic enough. It wasn't. Look- and so Jonah. So Scorsese recommended to Bernthal is like, I think you really need to slap him. And Jonah wasn't 100 percent on board with it. Apparently he had some issues with it and was like really concerned. And it was bringing up like bullying shit from when he was younger and stuff. Um. And so, which of course, now you look in retrospect, he's done the mental health documentary. So maybe that is a legitimately thing, a thing that it really experienced mm-hmm. there. But like Bernthal absolutely walloped him. And when you see the scene, knowing that, it makes it all the more unsettling how fucking hard he hit uh, Jonah. And apparently it wasn't only once. And Jonah was just like fucking livid about it. And even Bernthal said, dude, when we're done shooting the scene, you can knock me the fuck out or you can slap me the fuck however much you want. But let's get the scene right, you know. And so, so maybe maybe DiCaprio whispered in Scorsese's ear, like, "You hit this, you make this motherfucker get hit." Yeah, <laughs> for making me. Well, Barenthal's got a, like him and Shia had friction at first on Fury. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's Although right. Shia, I think, had friction with a lot of people on that set. But then they've like at first they were like, "Dial it back, yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah. Mister Commitment, Mister Method." And then yeah. halfway through the shoot, everybody was like. No, this dude's legit. He is trying to live this moment. Yeah. Like, all right, that's interesting. I like those guys. I like that there's a movement in Hollywood now to not kill man movies. I like it. Bernthal, Grillo, Jar Butler. Grillo. Keep it coming, man. Like, it coming. <laughs> yeah, you love the Lamborghini film, did you? <laughs> well, that's a <laughs> I'm saying, like Grillo, I, I I hope he succeeds, but he's signed on to a lot of iffy projects. I know you're right. He's trying to make it. He's trying he to keep it going, man. And I respect it. You know? And I believe he's got the talent. Oh, fuck. Yeah. 
I, I like him and you know but he he does a lot of crappy small films respect yeah. but like the ones that break through that are actually good i enjoy watching him in them you know um he was a lot of fun intimidating to interview but he was a lot of fun to interview you know um all right so what's our final matchup here matt our final is coming <sighs> to america versus wolf of wall street good i know where matt's going oh do you <laughs> curveball i'm choosing collateral <laughs> out of nowhere out of i don't know nobody saw that coming we thought he was dead <laughs> oh my god is that tom cruise's music da, da, da. is that danger yeah. zone son of a bitch it's tom cruise um uh i will say I, I don't uh, yeah i gotta say coming to america because yes. it's just I, you know wolf of wall street i've seen three or four times but coming to america man come on it's just so fucking good it's yeah, I've seen I've seen Wolf of Wall Street more than that. I've seen Coming to America tenfold more than that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's the pinnacle of Eddie. So Coming to America, mm. Eddie's somehow tenth best film <laughs> beats all the other tenth best. There were some there were some killers though in there this were. mix. There were. It's incredible so, how he navigated that. Just like any yeah. tournament, it's incredible when you see who wins. You know. Um, yeah, especially some of these early round matchups. Uh, yeah. But Drake, a great list, man. Thank yeah. you. And for the last full metal bracket, sir, you yeah. crushed it. You did, Drake. You did good job, Drake. Um, all right. Well, there you go. That's our last full metal bracket. Thank you all so much um, for being a part of our top 10 world for so long. I know we're going to give a longer goodbye on our final show, which is live. As Matt said, was it the 26th, Matt? Is that the correct date? Uh, it is the 27th. 27th at 6 p.m. Is that yeah. correct? 27th at 6 p.m.? 27th at 6 p.m. I'm going to put that on my calendar. I'm going to put that on my calendar. <laughs> We're still Probably 11 should. days away from that thing. So, But yeah, the 27th at 6 p.m. is our final, final show. Um and I guess we won't be doing a full metal bracket next week. Is that correct? Is that what we're No, because we're taking since we're you know not gonna record yeah. uh next week in anticipation of that final live episode. Yeah. Uh, this is the f- the very last one. So should we ask people to send questions in and we'll answer them on the, the final show. If people want to send in final, like, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm happy with that. We have a couple left over. We had uh, yeah. internally discussed doing that. Hey, why don't we try and close out as many of these as we can? Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you want to send in some, some last questions, uh, go right ahead. Should we just give out the email address? Yeah, please anybody? do it. Yeah, give out the email address so we can have some questions ready to go for yeah. everybody. Yeah. So anybody that wants to send us, uh, the email address is patreonqa at gmail.com. It's p-a-t-r-e-o-n-q-a at gmail.com. So send it over there and we will uh, we'll read it on the final show. There we go. So long awesome. as we don't get an onslaught of a couple hundred. <laughs> we should be able to do that. We should be able to do it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, there you go. Thank you all so much for joining us, Matt. What? What? Uh, where can they find you, man? Uh, you can follow me at Matt Nost uh, anywhere on the socials. And at me, at the Roca says. Uh, and you all take care of yourselves. Be well. We'll talk. Well, I guess we won't. We'll talk to you on our live show as our next show there uh, to kind of wrap up the entire journey of the top 10. On the 27th at 6 p.m., put it on your calendars and take care of yourselves, and we'll see you then. Bye.